Hey guys, welcome to the Hunting Dog Public Podcast. I'm your host, Cody Moreland. And on today's episode, we'll be doing a competition breakdown where we get with a winner of a competition and let them break down their cast for us. Y'all stay tuned and we're about to put them on the spot. Today's word, 1 Peter 5, 7. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. 1 Peter 5, 7. All right, guys, today we have the winner of the Razor Shootout, night one, on July the 15th, 2022. It was in Rochester, Indiana. We have Mr. Jeff Rickliffe. Mr. Jeff, how are you? I'm good, sir. How are you, Cody? Man, we're doing great. We're talking about these dogs. Yes, so, sir. So we want to start off. Uh, tell a little about yourself and, and kind of where you're from. Okay. Um, like you said, my name's Jeff Rickliffe. Uh, most people, if they've been around a while, they know me. I um, I don't know if it's fortunate or unfortunate to be in this game for that long, but <laughs> I'm 59 years old, uh, originally from West Lafayette, Indiana, uh, moved about six years ago. Uh, a couple hours away up around Fort Wayne, Indiana now. So, um, yeah, I've been here, got, oh, I've been married six years. And that's why, you know, people ask, why did you move? Were you from where you've been raised, born and raised for, for, you know, 50 years? And I said, well, what would make a man do that kind of thing? And of course it was a woman. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but no, definitely very happy married, happily married. She's a, she's an awesome woman. Um, you know, she's one of them ones, if I'm not hunting, she's like, don't you need to go tonight and get your dog ready? She's never complained ever about me going hunting. She knows it's in my blood. She, she's, you know, goes with me once in a while. So, yep, her name's Gwen. Yeah. And um, up around Fort Wayne, Indiana is where we're from. Sounds like you got a good one. Yep, yep. We get along fantastic. I, so. It'd be safe to say it was kind of a home hunt, probably pretty close. Absolutely. Know. It was exactly one hour. Wow. Well, wow, that's great. And let's talk, uh, let's highlight your dog a little bit. It, uh, can you tell us your name, you know, maybe his age and what he's out of? Yeah, uh, Hobo. And he came from Mike Gilbert, which is very well known um, for raising young dogs. He's he's won the Super Stakes himself many, many times, um, sold many young dogs that have went on to win Super Stakes and other hunts, big hunts. So, you know, we were looking at the time and I heard um, that he had a good one that was about 16 months old. He'd already actually done a little winning and placed him, I think, believe second in a PKC pro hunt at 10 and a half months old. So we went down and um, checked him out. He's uh, he's out of Mike's stock. Um, he actually is out of his male dog called Josie Wales and a female that him and his partner Chuck Clyverone named Casey. Nice. So to go back, just, uh, I'm not going to go back on all of them, but so people will know exactly, you know, Mike doesn't promote as far as advertising or anything, but just so everybody will know on the top side, Josie Wales goes back to the big D dog, which is very well known. One of the UKC yep. world hunt, Brian Whitted won a world hunt with him. So that would be his top side of uh, the bottom side, um, would go back to some, uh, Russ Beller's breeding, um, so that's basically how he's bred on, on top and bottom. So yes, we went and bought him, uh, he was 15, 16 months old. Um, and he just turned three last week. I got you. So, so you've had him probably 15, year well, and a half. year and a half. Yeah. Yep. 
I got you. And you cut out. His name is Strix Hard Time Hobo, correct? Uh, Hobo, yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So what we're going to do on here is we're going to kind of break down. There was two casts, correct? Absolutely. All right. Let's break down the first one. Let's, do you remember the dog's names and the people you had? I, if oh, you don't, yeah. I do. But No, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, it was... Uh, um, actually I draw, drawn everybody in the cast, except Lakin Reynolds, uh, a young woman from Southern Indiana. Um, I, I'm known of her and, and seen her that she's been at a few hunts, but I don't get to go to, or not that I don't get to go. I just, I've hunted so many of the smaller open hunts and things in my life that I'm kind of out of that mode. I just like to go to the bigger things. So I haven't, um, really got to draw her, but, um, she was one of my drew hunting a little dog named Homer uh-huh. and, uh, Kenny Hunt from Ohio, which drawed several, several times through the years, knowing well. And then uh, a buddy of mine from West Virginia, Nick Brady, that uh, can't count how many times we've drawn, known <laughs> each other very, very well. Uh, Kenny was hunting a dog named Crash. Uh, Kevin Morehouse owns him. Um, Brock McDaniel owns uh, the Homer dog that Lakin was hunting. Then Nick Brady was hunting a dog that um, I drew several times when he was younger. Uh, the Stallard boys, Travis Snyder had uh named pbr i believe he goes back to the old hillbilly deluxe dog yes sir. so sounds like he was yep, pretty that, familiar with everybody yeah oh absolutely uh, absolutely so let, let's talk about it from the beginning so y'all obviously all y'all cut loose and we'll- yeah we went to uh you know i know several people up there not i can't say i've hunted in that area a ton but I, you know i've been around a long time but um i know the area is very you know, it's an hour from the house, so I know the, the hunting, lots of coons up there. So I knew it would probably be a, tree, a coon dream contest, even though July and August isn't the best time of year in Indiana. Um, but I, I still figured we were going to trade a lot of coons. What's the, uh, what was the timber like? I'm sorry, I don't mean to butt in, but yeah, what was the timber like? Yeah, it's not. They probably couldn't hold that hunt in that area. They could, but they'd have to hunt a little different timber. Um, it's a lot of scattered patch woods, fence rows, ditches, stuff that go into littler patches. But this time of year, you got your crops up now. You got your beans and your corn that are getting, they're tall and thick and your woods are really thick. So it contains dogs a lot better. So we actually cut loose down a fence row that ran into a little patch. But then there's fence rows going into other little patches all here and there and bigger woods here and there and across the road, big woods. So, yeah, it was it was great hunting. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, we cut loose. Right before the minute was up, probably 50 seconds gone, um, Kenny and uh, Nick both, both struck. So it was before the minute. And actually, right after the minute, he said minutes up, mine made one bark pretty much in the same area as there did. So I struck for 50. Uh-huh. And then everything's quiet. And Nick was judging. Um, I knew he, I knew he was going to do the right thing. He's, he's a good judge. Yeah. He immediately said, Kenny, ours need to bark in that area, show a track going out of there. And uh, as the rules go, I struck after the minute. Mine just made one bark. I, don't, I have no idea what that was about. I was I was safe from that rule. Yeah. But, um, and Nick made a, made the saying or made the comment that mine's coming right back to me as fat hard as he can go. And, um, you know, I'm like, that's weird. I've hung with that dog a lot. I'm not sure why he'd be coming back either. And Nick said, I've never had him do it. Well, sure enough, here he come right down the fence row, come right up, right in front of the stop and kind of crouched down like, whoa, what's going on? And he was gone, but he took a minus. 
Huh. Well, then Kenny's dog opens way right-handed, and he was struck way left-handed in his foot, so he minuses Kenny. Yeah. So, of course, I was grinning because they both yeah. take a minus. I mean, you know, you really don't want want everybody anybody to take a, a minus but well, it makes, makes it, it makes your your job a lot easier oh absolutely well and i'm still now i'm watching my garment thinking what's mine doing because he's made it all the way around this woods now he's coming back to spencer but that we're standing on but he's on the opposite side of it so about that time lakin's dog she has it's been opening in the woods she struck for a quarter yeah and her and kenny's dog were kind of get her well, it just didn't sound right, and they actually had the stationary working on Lake, and then um, she didn't like it, but she treed, treed Homer, and then uh, Kenny finally treed Crash. I don't remember if it's for 25 or 50, but so they're treed. Well, my, so we start walking that way, and mine on the other side of the fence, or you can't see him because it's a real thick fence, row. he just shoom, shoots by us and goes across the road, and before we can even get halfway to these dogs, mine just comes treed on the other side of the road. And, and you're sitting at, at 50 strike at this 50, moment. Right. Yep. 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 Kenny's struck for 100, minus 100, and struck back in for a quarter. And I think PBR is restruck now for a quarter. And Lincoln struck for a quarter and treed in there for 100. So we get in there. It's not much of a tree. It's It's got a bunch of vines on it real thick. And up the top of it's dead. And they go out in the field to shine. And, and I pull my thermal out. And boom. Right there where the vines stop i mean it's still real viney right there but yeah. before the dead part of the tree i see a coon and about the top i get ready to say hey the coon's right here they find him he looks at him so we score that one yeah. i'm tree like i said i've already treed across the road so uh they pull off walk a minute and cut and as we're walking to me pbr comes tree now he's across the road too but he's left-handed mm-hmm. and we walk into me and we immediately, actually mine has got one up a bush, a big coon up a, I mean, a sap. So it's <laughs> like, takes one second to find this coon. Yeah. So you didn't get to suck any of the clock now? No, 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 not at all. So, and we had made the comment anyway, before we ever even got across the road to go to mine, um, the guy said, we really need to try to get him back on the other side of the road, you know? And I said, that's fine with me. If you guys are all good with that, because it was going to take a few minutes to walk back across the road i said i'll just get him over here in his bean field try to get him headed the right way so we get in there find my coon come back out i make take a few steps out in the bean field cutting um we walk down the road pbr's just treed 30 yards 40 yards off the road doesn't take but a minute or two to find him he's got three or four coons up this street nice so at this moment what are we sitting we're sitting with you are 150 plus absolutely lake is 125 plus okay and that would put Nick at 75 minus with 125 plus. So that puts him at 50 plus. Okay. Uh, and the third dog is still, he's not struck back in? Or the fourth dog, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. The, so as we're walking back to score me, actually, um, both the dogs are on the first coon. Because Lakin's and Kenny's dog were on that. He and Kenny, like I said, he took a hundred minus um, right out of the yeah. truck. So he and he was struck back in for a quarter. I don't remember if he's treated for fifty or seventy-five on that first coon with Lakin, but yeah, he's still either even or in the hole. So, but they are re-struck back in on the the, the right side of the road. All right. So you and Lakin's only one that's. Uh... Yeah, I got one hundred and fifty, and she's got one hundred twenty-five, but. Um, 
Nick is setting at 50 plus. Okay. All right. So, so yep. let's go from there. Okay. So before we even get, when we, I pull mine off and I walk to the road and we, I cut him in the bean field, um, before we can even get the next dog, mine's treat again. So hey. we, um, as we're walking the next dog, those, the other two tree theirs on the opposite side of the road. Uh -huh. Okay. As we're going to Nick's. So then before we get to Nick, mine's treed behind us. So I tree me and okay. there, now we get the Nick's dog, find his pretty quick. And so we're all treed, but pro sport, no leash lock. Uh -huh. So we pull Nick's dog off. Same thing. Walk him back across the road, try to get him going the right way. He cuts him in a corn. Now, we go to the other two, and they're quite a ways in there, and we have to walk a bad swamp to get to them. We're, we're sinking up to our knees, and we're getting across there. And mine, like I said, I've already retreated mine, but we finally get across there. It takes a little while to find this coon. Kenny finds him pretty quick, but he won't look again. Uh, see him in the thermal, but long story short, we do finally get this one scored. Yeah. So we pull them off and recut them, and now mine's oh, at least a half a mile. So we're heading to uh, heading to me now. PBR next dog is is treed again, and he trees him as we're going to me. Okay. So we finally get over there to me, and mine's on a big tree right off the road, you know, a little uh, little blackberry patch. And they got I as soon as I handle him, I said, yeah, you can all shine, and boom, they found him before I could even actually get him tied back. Yeah. So now at this time, how much time do you think is left in the, in the first case? Um, now there's probably, by the time this is all said and done, I'm going to say 30 to 40, probably 40 minutes, maybe 35, 40 minutes. Uh, and still, and you was probably I, sitting about what? I had two, 275. 275. So now I got 275. Um, now Lakin on that second coon that they treed, that put her at 200 and Nick is still at 50 plus, but his is, his is treed. We're getting ready to go to him. And Kenny, I believe now is at like a hundred, hundred plus or something like that. At, at yeah. this point, are you thinking you got to have another one or are you thinking that you're pretty good? Well, I'm thinking I'm in pretty good shape, but if Lakin, I don't think Kenny can beat. No, Kenny can't beat me if he trees another coon. But either Lakin, if we go to Nick's dog and he's got a coon, he if he trees another one, he can beat me. And now if Lakin trees one, with there's like I said, 35, 40 minutes left, she yeah. can beat me. So okay. I'm thinking I probably in this country, I, yeah, absolutely was thinking in my head that I probably need another coon. And here's what's funny, when I got mine back on the other side of the road, we're trying to keep trying to get these dogs on the right side of the road. Well, I cut him down this little fence row along the road that runs to a woods yep. and it's a cornfield and he goes down. I watch him on the Garmin go down the edge of this fence row. Well, then he cuts left-handed down the corn row and he gets about 50 yards out there. And I mean, he fires up and he is driving this track and I was grinning ear to ear. And I, and they even told me after the cast, I was thinking you're all done because he is going to drive his track in there. He'll probably be treated in less than a minute. I mean, he, fired it up and was smoking it through that corn so you're struck in for what 25 now i struck back in for a quarter yep so if i tree this coon it's over i mean because by the time we score everybody you know yeah so you felt pretty confident at that moment 
Yeah, absolutely. I know the dog. I know he's deadly accurate the way he fired this track up. I know he's going to tree this game. Long story short, he never does get tree. He runs the rest of the hunt and will catch him. Blakin actually catches him after the hunt's over. When she's, she's going to get her dog, she catches mine. So I don't know. I watched him on the Garmin. He was, you know, this time of year, they'll run in that form. But he's not really bad about that. But he even took that little tra track and took it in this little woods and made a little loop and come back out in the corn. And it was just a running coon. So, so, so <laughs> she she was – so that gives you 300 at that moment, correct? 275. Oh, I thought you struck back in for a quarter. Yeah, but I don't – I'm not just – I'm not plussed on that. Oh, so oh, oh, plus oh, points okay. are just 275. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yep. At that moment, now, was you getting pretty nervous when it was getting down to the – to the line yeah well mine wasn't getting treed and and here's where i got a little bit nervous too so we walk we're walking to nick and i know pbr now like i said i've drawn him several times he can tree them coons but i don't know a bunch about lakin's dog or kenny's dog um yeah so but i know how pbr operates he can tree him and we're in him so we get to him we find his coons and mine's still in tree now i'm like what are you doing thinking to myself what is this dog doing i know i mean the in coons like that he's usually treated every 10 to 20 minutes yeah. max you know and he's i mean he's still running over there now so i'm thinking ah oh, you're gonna let pbr beat you and nick even told me after the cast he walked over he said ah he said i thought oh hobo was gonna let pbr beat him there because he got to cut back loose with about i think it was eight minutes though yeah that dog my i've got to tree a coon <laughs> and we heard Lakin's dog or Kenny's dog for wasn't sure what Lakin's dog was doing. She hadn't really said anything. She's pretty quiet. So um, I thought she might, heck, hers might be treated somewhere. And she's going to say, hey, you listen to me through here. So I'm, yeah. I'm thinking I'm, I need to get treated. But we walk over Kenny trees through the country. Now, Kenny can't beat me with another kid. He's got a tree too. Time's running out. We go, we go walking that way. Well, PBR he gets struck right behind us i'm like ah oh. i said i know he's gonna tree a coon right there and he starts locating around but he never he never rolls it over doesn't get treed right something ain't right nick says i don't know if mine's in the ground or what but he ain't right <laughs> i'm thinking "Woo!" i said well hopefully you don't start treeing right because i figured nick was going to treat him right there at the end to take a chance because uh, yeah. he didn't have anything to lose but he kept shutting up and uh he wasn't acting close enough to get pitched no, and we were really close to him. And, uh, you know, I give, like I said, in those bigger hunts like that with people, you have people with, uh, that know what they're doing and everything. People don't try a lot of stuff. And I said, I figured you was going to treat him right before it was over. He said, ah, there wasn't no sense that he's moving around, balling around. He said, he's in the ground or treetops or something. Yeah. He said, we were so close. And so, you know, that you appreciate that when a guy doesn't try something like that. But Yeah, I'm with you. So, yeah, hunt runs out. Lakins, we did. Then we started hearing Lakins, and she's the same. I'm like, I was mad at mine because I couldn't figure out why he wasn't getting treed. And she's like, Yeah, I feel the pain. She said, Mine's been over there. She said, I don't know what mine's doing either. So hunt runs out, and I win. Uh, and, uh, so so that moves you on in the first one. You ended up yep. with two hundred and seventy-five plus. That was it. Two okay. coons, two seventy-five plus. And how long between that cast and the next cast did y'all wait? Oh God! It seemed like it was forever because we were—I was—we were probably 25 minutes from the club, and then when we got back, not everybody was back, and they finally all got back, and um, they messed around a little bit there and took pictures. My goodness, it was 
hour and a half or so before we actually got back to hunt hour maybe after the cast was over at least each cast is two hours long yep all right so you said it took a couple of hours probably to get to the at least an hour and a half by the time we mine was done and we got back got everything done and actually got to the woods again okay so so hobo's all rested up and the second cast you draw who okay in the second cast we had dual murphy hunting a little dog called Marv, uh, Heather Island dog. But uh, Marv's been around a little bit. He placed second in the uh, PKC World Hunt a couple of years ago, actually. He's done quite a bit of winning. Um, Dustin Weed, Michael Ward, uh, hunt for Heather Island there, I Cranian. So yes. they've hunt, they've handled the dog before. And uh, Bill hasn't had him too long. Um, but, yeah, he's been, he's been hunting in a few hunts for him, too. He hunts for Ike. And then we had, uh, we had Kyle Short hunting Levi Stevenson's little Willie dog. He's out of the old, old Willie dog that won a couple of world hunts. Uh-huh. And then we had uh, Chris Smith from Oklahoma hunting a little female called Holly. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know much about Holly. She's done some winning. Uh, I've just really got to know Chris this year. He seems like a really good guy. Um, you know, Kyle, uh, Kyle Short, I've known ever since he was a little kid. Good boy. Judged me a lot. Uh, non-hunting judge or engine cast uh, known him for a long time and dual actually dual only lives 10 minutes from me. known dual for a long time hey. uh, i can't say a long time because actually dual hasn't been competition that long maybe six or seven years but uh, he's done very well for no longer than he's been in it so that was the cast that uh we went out and actually uh jake wyatt that's um, owner in the tippy river uh, hunting supplies uh, he was the guide and actually, I knew where we were going uh, last year in the UKC RQE. I drew Jake, and he guided us there, so I, I knew exactly where we were going, and it was absolutely awesome. I, I knew it was great big country, very safe for the dog, no roads, and tons of coons. So uh, there again, I thought, but you never know this time of year, late to late at night. You just don't know what those coons are going to do. It's it's just it can be tough in Indiana this time of year. So you just you know yes. you don't know what's going to happen. All right, so so it's a lot bigger timber than y'all's hunting the first time. Now. Yeah, a lot bigger timber, big okay. big country, and the famous Greg Maynard was uh, he was live and judging, so he was dual purpose in the lake round. No, he was probably picking on somebody. I was a little bit worried about that. <laughs> I wasn't so sure he was talented enough to do both. Yeah, no, he, he's good. He he can do both. That's for sure. He, 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 he can do a, it all, he can't he? Yeah, he did a great job. Um, he's always he's always good on the live part. He makes it fun, but um, he did a great job judging too. So. I think the the hardest part would be the commentary for two hours. Yeah, exactly. That's so. holding that phone up and trying to do commentary. I don't. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. But. Yes, sir. All right. So so y'all get to this big, nice, pretty patch of woods, and y'all turn yep. loose and. And what we happened? did exactly we did exactly like we did in RQE. We park at uh, Jake's Brothers, um, nice big parking area in front of a barn, and we get out, walk down the road a couple hundred yards, and we there's a finger of the great big woods that comes out. Walk in there and we cut them, and I think something barked a couple times when they left, but nothing else, nothing. Stood there a little bit. Same thing about as the first cast. About I don't know 50 seconds or so goes by. Duel's dog, Mar makes one bark straight ahead of us. One bark. He strikes him. He don't make another bark. Minutes up, I don't remember. Just It's a little bit after the minutes up. Hobo barks. So I strike. Greg said 475 for now. 
and he told Duel, he said, now Duel, you know you've got to bark in here somewhere. And Duel's, you know, Duel knows that. Yeah. And his ain't made another bark, so we all know what's fixed to probably happen to him. Well, mine just takes this little track around there. It's not just a few minutes, a good little track in there. Just Katie bar the door, unloads. And I mean, he don't get, he don't even get it flipped over and Greg, Greg, immediately. Stationary. I said, my <laughs> God. I said, well, did you let him start treeing first? He said, you're in the big leagues now, boy. <laughs> oh. And it was funny. And I said, okay. I just let him tree for just a second. Because when he does that, it's a, so I treat him. And at this point, oh, I forgot. Um, Chris tracks Holly for 50 as we're standing before Hobo gets treed. And we don't hear anything. The only thing that happened was there was a dog up by, um, up by, jake's brother's house squeaked and i think chris never did say and i forgot to ask him later what he was even what he struck but uh pretty sure it was a dog that squeaked up the house but greg's like where and he just stood there like he wasn't sure and he's and he says where at and chris never did say anything so you know greg's like holly struck for 50 and mine's for 50. all right so so, so she got <laughs> struck and mine is for 50. And yeah. duels is struck, struck for a hundred. And he and... still ain't been minus yet. Okay. We pull off my coon and I'm walking him. And so we walk out in this field, my minutes up, we stop, and Duel says, You hear me? I mean, he's as far as you can hear him. He is now and he's and Greg's like, Yeah, I hear him. So he strikes him and and he immediately says, Duel, you're minus a hundred, restruck for a quarter. Jeff, you move up to 100 on your strike. So you have 200 plus now. I said, okay. So then I don't remember if it was Willie or Holly. They both strike. And I'm still not sure how this all worked. Um, we, we've had discussion between a bunch of us. Um, they all got put in for a quarter. And I think, you know, it's kind of confusing. With me being on the lead strap, I, you know, there's no doubt in my mind, if they let me walk out there and cut before dual strikes, Strike points are absolutely open then. And yeah. then Duel would have went in for 175 and 50. But since I'm on the lead, and the, so those strike points strike points are still not open, Holly and Willie go in for a quarter. And that, that's the way it was. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that's right. And that's the way, you know, Greg was, Greg was like very stern about it. I'm like, okay, which was great for me. You know, I've got 200 plus down there. I'll strike it back in for a quarter. Yeah. So, so yeah, they, so they all, at this Strike moment, we got dual mm -hmm. at, I believe, is he minus 100 seven, minus. 100, 100 minus. minus. Okay. You're yep. at 200 Holly, plus. Holly with 50 minus. Holly with 50 minus. And Willie. And Willie with nothing. Nothing. Okay. Yep. Uh, you feeling pretty yeah. confident at this moment? Yeah, I'm liking things at the moment. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's, there hadn't been. 10 it's almost too good to be true. Right. But <laughs> in Coon Country in Indiana, you know, I, you know, my dog doesn't make a lot of mistakes, but I've never been one to say they don't ever do something because about the time you say they never do that, they'll do it. So you never know what's going to happen. But yeah, I, I was feeling pretty good at that moment. Um, still had a long ways to go. And at that point, then Willie strikes, Holly strikes. Um, he trees Willie. You know, Duel's already struck a treat again so for a quarter and a hundred. He strikes and trees Willie way right-handed. Then Chris strikes and trees Holly even more right-handed. So... Now we take off. Duels is three quarters of a mile. So we take off hauling ass across this field. Well, we don't get halfway across this field and 
I hear mine behind me, but I don't say nothing. Kyle, Kyle's like, Judge, we got a dog behind us. And we stop. Greg's like, I need a call. So I strike mine. And there again, he don't he don't trail two or three minutes and he comes treat. But I don't have to dream. So yep. I'm just playing. I'm just like, I got it in my mind. It's a little bit different game when it's no leash lock and the way those, those things work. Yep. So I just had it in my mind what I what I wanted to do. My thing was if whenever something treated a coon and it got cut back loose, I would tree um, because I didn't want them to tree a second coon before I go score mine because they were going to get turned loose again before I did. Yeah. That's what I had in my mind. So that's what I'm thinking this whole time we're walking. Well, we, we get to duels. Um, he's on a pretty little, like a lane that goes between two fence rows. I know he's got a coon. Well, we don't find it. There's a coon about 50 yards down. So I think he missed it. Um, you know, with thermals and the way it is nowadays, you're going to find them. He was on a, yeah. uh, it wasn't a den or anything. I think he just missed that coon. So we pull him off, walk back across the road, cut so, him. So he took 125 minus? Nope. Just a circle tree. Just a circle tree. Oh, it was a big enough yeah. to be a circle tree. Oh yeah. Big leafy tree. Okay. Yep. Right. Absolutely. So he's still just sitting at hundred minus and a Willie street left-handed across this big bean field. So, and Holly, we can now we hear Holly good too. She's right-handed across the same bean field, and you can hear mine straight away, straight through there. He's point six two at the time, and um, you can hear him good. Well, now it's starting to rain a little bit. I'm thinking, oof, if it starts really raining, we're not going to hear mine. Yeah. So we get the we get the little Willie, and we shine, and we shine, and shine. There's coons everywhere. He's in this little like I don't know little grove of trees sets out away from the big woods. And there's coons in about every tree, but we're not finding one in his. I'm thinking, well, now how's that going to work? That's crazy. <laughs> coons everywhere, but he don't have one. But So we eventually, he had one, and we plussed him up. Okay, so now, he's the only dog that hadn't took a minus. So I'm thinking, okay, I need to get treat. Yeah. And now, as we're walking across the field to Holly, it starts pouring down there. You can't hear mine. I'm like, oh, man, I said, this is going to screw me up. But there again, I thought if a big storm comes in, you know, you never know. Lightning. I've had I've had so many things happen through the years in Kuna. And I had a, I had a dog that was about ready to win 20,000 15 years ago. And lightning struck between us and him, and it, it knocked him off a tree, and he came back to us. And I ended up – it cost me $20,000. So all those things go through your head. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, maybe, you know, I, I just – I'm going to wait because I can't hear him anyway, but, you know, I don't want something to happen where I take a minus. So we go on to Holly. Well, now we get to her. Now little Willie strikes just in the little, the woods past her, just behind her. I'm like, oh, great. He's just treating coon. <laughs> That's the thing I don't want to happen yeah. is him tree a second coon before I get treed. So we Holly's coon is found immediately. So now she had 50 minus 125 plus. At this moment so, with Willie struck again. Was you yep. thinking I should have treed my dog earlier? Yes. I, I, I mean, I was thinking, I was thinking, should I have treed? You know, maybe I should have treed on the way to Willie's tree because I know little Willie's usually got a coon, so maybe I should have just went ahead and treed. But uh, I'm thinking, surely, surely we get her off this tree where you can hear better. You'll be able to hear him. But yep. the rain was picking up even harder, so I, I wasn't for sure what was going to happen. But she, it was immediately find her coon. Um, so now she's setting at 50 plus. Let's see. Uh -huh. 50 and 100 no she said 75 plus so okay pull her off cut her well now duel's dog is treated in that same little woods and so i'm definitely not going to be able to hear mine because he's treated there it's raining we go to go to him he's got a coon 
Okay, so 125. Now that puts him at 25 plus because he had 100 minus. Yes, sir. Pull off. And now little Willie's, like I said, he's still trailing over here in this little woods. He's not barking much. But at that point, I said, can we please go out in this field where we can listen? Because mine's way through there. And, um, you know, with it raining and everything, and, and Greg, you know, said, absolutely, we need to get there where we can listen. We get out there. And Kyle's like, what are we walking to? I'm like, we're walking towards mine because we know where mine's at. It's just we can't hear him now. And he said, well, we can't hardly hear mine. I said, well, I know, but we can hear yours. And he was fine. He's like, okay. So well, then the the rain started calming down, and we're walking. And it's just about quit, and we stop. You can hear mine plain as day. So I tree mine. And um, (laughs) we don't walk. We don't even get halfway to him. Uh, less than halfway to him probably and willie comes tree behind us so i was sure glad i got tree how, how far did. was you when you treed hobo uh 772 yards to be exact i looked because nice. i did look at my garment when we were nice. standing there when i treated him. So do you know how much time was left um ish at that point i'm gonna say probably 40 minutes no probably around 40 minutes because and so there was a little bit of a glitch that happened here too, uh, that Greg handled in, in, uh, very well. Um, so as we're going, Jake, the boy guide and Jake Wyatt, he knows that, you know, that area, like the back of his hand. And he said, and Duel's dog now was right handed of us in this woods that if we're going to walk straight to mine, we got to cut through that woods to go to him. And he said, that is very thick in there. He said, we can either cut through that thick stuff or we can walk around. We're on a, in a field edge, so we can walk around that point and around the Jess dog. Well, Duel immediately said, I really don't want to walk on top of mine. So and he's, Jake's like, well, it's a lot easier to walk if we go around anyway. So that's what we decided to do. Mm-hmm. And then we're, so then we take off. We're still walking. Well, that's when, about that time's when Kyle treed Willie behind us. So kind of stopped for a minute. Well, I thought we took off again. So I'm Jake's ahead of me, Jake, the guide, and we just take off. Well, we're going, 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 going. I look back. I don't see nobody. So I'm thinking, oh, what's going on here? And I yell at Jake. I said, hey. I said, they're not behind us. And he stops. He looks. I wonder where they're at. Well, we stood there a minute. We didn't see no lights. I said, man, I hope nobody says nothing. Because, I mean, you never know. I've seen so many things happen in these coon hunts. Yeah. Um, you know, somebody raises cane. Hey, we're supposed to all be together. Because that's the thing about pro sport. You're all supposed to stay together. You was just chasing but, a guy. Yeah, I was. I, hey, I'm fat and old. My back's fixed now, but I'm fat and old. So I'm slow. <laughs> and <laughs> and yeah, I, so I'm just right behind the guide. And I'm thinking, uh, you know, they're, those guys will catch us easy. We never do see him. I'm, and now, it's, now you, you want to know what's running through your mind. I really, I'm wondering, is anybody going to say anything? So my thoughts, I told Jake too, we get around there and they're not there. We're not, you know, obviously I'm smart enough to know I'm not going to handle that dog. Yeah. I said, we'll just wait on them. So as we get around the point and we're getting ready to go, we've got to walk just a little loop around another cornfield. Mine's just a across this little finger of a cornfield, probably a hundred yards long. We see lights over there on the other side. So we know now that they've cut through that woods. So we cut straight across the cornfield and we boom, run into him. I said, I didn't say anything. I just said, where's Greg? Greg says, right here. He said, let's go. So nothing was said. Huh. And we walk on down, go in handling, boom, immediately. Kyle, in fact, Kyle short found my coon. It's like right here. So you sitting at 325. So now I'm sitting at 325. Mm-hmm. Kyle's 125 plus, um, 
I think Holly's at 75 plus and Dual is at 25 plus. Yep. So Kyle's treat again for 2,500. That's going to put him at 250. And there's still going to be time in the hunt. So we go, we take off, cut mine back loose. We take off, we get to Kyle's, look for a little bit. Don't find him right away, but then he finds him. So I, and now I remember this. We walk a minute, he cuts him. There's 20 minutes left in the cast. Mine's just across this little ditch um, lane. He's kind of hunting up the side of this woods the way we're walking. So I'm thinking, oh, that's good. At least he's going to stay in here and he's not going the opposite way. And uh, just in case, you know, if I, I might need another coon here because you, know, yeah. you never know. It's 20 minutes left. We're in coon country. So uh-huh. dual trees his and that's the way. So we start walking. You can barely hear him. And it, the way we're walking, mine's hunting, like I said, on this woods across this little lane from us. He's only like 150 yards from us. We kind of stay parallel to him. Well, then he hooks a right, and he, he's going through this big woods. And as we get down to the edge of this, where the, the field turns and goes back left-handed, we take a left to go up towards Duel's dog. I hear mine open a couple of times. He's a long way. I don't say anything. And those guys are a little ahead of me, and they get up to the corner of the, the field. They just stop. I'm thinking, I wonder what they're doing. Well, I walk on up. I said, what's going on? He said, Duel's dog's minus. Well, Duel's has moved. And so now he's minus. So now we got about eight minutes left in the cast, which I, I was hoping we'd just walk, go ahead and walk all the way into Duel's. Yeah. And that way, you know, it'd be hard to hear anything as we're walking. And But now we're, we got about eight minutes to stand in this field and you can to hear it, what's going on. And we haven't heard Holly again. Um, Chris said she was treed way through there. You couldn't hear. So we stand there and we stand there. I'm pretty sure I hear mine. I, I tell Greg to come out in the field because I'd walk kind of out in the field to see if I could hear mine. Yep. I wanted to at least get mine struck back in in case I needed needed some to tree him. But he wasn't treed yet anyway, so we don't hear him anymore. Well, by that time, Kyle's dog opens. I'm like, ah, oh, here we go. It's right at the end of the hunt. Now, he's about 400 yards from us. You can hear him good. He makes a few barks, makes a few barks here and there, and he kind of halfway locates and Kyle trees him. He don't have anything to lose now. Yeah. You know, if he takes a hunter minus, he's still got second place. Mm-hmm. So he did he did just what any handler would do. He treated him. And I, you can hear me. Well, you can't really hear me on the live video, but you, a little, you can hear me say something, but you can't hear what I said. I told Greg, I said, he ain't treated. And Greg's like, yeah, he's not even barking. So, I mean, that dog's a good tree dog. So he yep. immediately, Greg said, two working on Willie. And so a little bit went by and Willie barked again, but it was just a bark or two. And he shut back up. He immediately put the two back on him and he didn't bark again. Um, Kyle said, I don't know what he's doing. He said, he's still in the same spot. The two got him and there was only 18 seconds left in the hunt. And then the hunt runs out. So that puts me the winner. And How far was he at the time? At the end of the hunt, mine. Yes, sir. Mine was about 850 yards at that time, and he was right along a road, and so it was. We were only like 650 yards from the truck at that time too. We'd kind of made a big loop in there and come back around. So I said, I'll just walk back to the truck. Jake and then and Greg were going to go to the truck. Everybody else was going to get their dogs. So I walked back to the truck and I showed um, Jake where mine was at. I said, You don't have to come. I'll get him. So I went around there. And he was out in a big cornfield trailing. And it was probably about 25, 30 minutes, actually, by th- when I got around there before he got treed. I took a couple of videos and put them on Facebook. Um, <laughs> it was breaking day. It was pretty daylight by the time I went and got him. And, and he had another coon up, a great big cottonwood tree. 
Wow. But, uh, later, later I found out that um, Kyle's dog and Duel's dog were actually together in their treat in the ground, and you could see the coon. So if he if he would have kept barking, he would have beaten me. Dang. But luckily they were in the ground, and you know he, he just wasn't barking. Well, so yeah, it's got it's, lucky there. It's pretty cool how all the breaks happen. You know, I, I oh absolutely. It always amazes me. You know, I don't I don't care if you had three hundred plus. And the next closest person had a hundred. You're still like, man, I, I need another one. Something, yeah, something can so, happen. You never know what can happen. You're never too far ahead. Yes, sir. <laughs> I agree with that. Well, Mr. Jeff, you've done a wonderful job, and I really appreciate you coming on. And I'm hoping to have this out this week. That way, awesome. the guys is headed to the other pro sport hunt this week. Maybe can listen to it on the way. So. There you go. Well, I, that one's only about an hour and 15 minutes from my house. I'll, I'm going to go to that one, and hopefully we can uh, have a little luck carry over from last weekend. My, uh, you know, the dog's actually, he's looking really good. So, um, well, there again, you got you got to have some luck going into him. So, we're going to go up there and uh, and see what we can do for sure. But I appreciate you having me on, Cody. Yes, and sir. You did a great job. Um, great job with the, with the interview. So, yeah, anytime. Um, hopefully, I hope real soon you'll be interviewing me again well, on a win i tell you what if you just go on up there and knock it out this weekend i'll have you back on next week well, yeah the next week we can talk about it again <laughs> yeah. man <laughs> I, I i just i want you to know i'm 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 happy for, i don't know you but i'm happy for you man anybody that beats dogs of these caliber that is something to be proud of you know what i mean and well uh, i appreciate it and i i can't you know there's one thing before I go, absolutely 100% um, have to thank, you know, John Strickland, actually Oxidine, Doug Galbraith, um, Ashley Guthrie, the owners, you know, those guys, <laughs> especially John. I mean, I'm, I, the other guys are great guys too, but me and John have been friends for many, many years. I've handled for him for a long time. And he, he always, always, no matter what, well, has me behind a good dog. I mean, you know, we were looking, we found this dog and, you know, he doesn't spare any expense to buy a good dog. He, you know, he keeps a good dog with me and there, I could say there's a, a $50,000 hunt in Hawaii tomorrow night. And he'd say, well, what are you waiting on? I mean, he, he does not care what I go to. I can go to anything I want. So, uh, you know, he really takes care of me. And I, I just want to mention that because, cool. um, you know, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at today if I didn't have somebody backing me because, you know, I'm not going to spend the kind of money they do to, yes, to go to these things. But, um, yeah. Well, so shout out to I Mr. Strickland then. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and the rest of the owners of the dog. The, actual, the other crew, too. Yep. There's a, too many of them. Like I said, they, they call the dog out the other night. Greg's like, there's too many owners of this one to even tell who all <laughs> There's on. a bunch of slashes <laughs> by his name on the Facebook. Yeah. But. They're all good guys, though. Absolutely. Yes, well, thank you very much, Mr. Jeff. And, and like I said, I really appreciate you coming on. You've done an excellent job, and good luck to you this coming weekend. All right, Cody. Well, I, there again, I appreciate you having me on, and um, you just have a great day then. Thank you, sir. All, all right. right. See you, bud. See you. Bye. Bye.